and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yo Bravs. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? His name rhymes with Shen K, and it's Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi. Hi, how's it going? How are you, you sweet little miracle? Uh, I am feeling great. Thank you for calling me a miracle. Wow, that really elevated me. You are. You're like when you put a potato in water and suddenly it's got things growing out of it. And you're like, what a miracle! <laughs> Gosh, sometimes I do feel like a fruited potato. <laughs> well, hi, Ben. And hi, everybody. Welcome to Watch What Crappens. Uh, thanks for everybody who came out last night for Take a Seat, our new Spotify Green Room show. If you guys want to be there next week, we're doing it every Monday night at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's free on the Spotify Green Room app. Basically, just follow Ronnie Karam and Ben Mandelker, both separate people. Okay. Uh, follow us, and then uh, you'll get notifications when the show starts. Super fun. A lot of people came out. You guys get to come up and talk with us about whatever we're talking about. It's not a recap show. It's just like a chill party with you guys. So thanks for everybody who's been supporting that. And also our on-demand videos have been really uh, fun lately. You can find those at Crappin's on-demand videos at Patreon, okay, along with our bonus episodes. And that's the quickest chill you're ever going to get. Yeah, it was that was shilltastic. So uh, today we are talking Below Deck Med, and this is a big episode. A lot of things happened, a lot of drama, a lot of a lot of personnel issues. Captain Sandy lost her temper. Uh, other people lost their temper. Lots of temper was lost, and um, you know it was it was I was in it. I was in it, Ronnie. You were in it, in it to win it. Okay, so we begin at that dinner where Lexi's losing her mind at Matt because Matt's been poke, 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 poking. And okay. uh, she will not be poked. She will not be poked. So she has just called him the R word, said that he should have been aborted. And then she's standing up and saying, the real bitch is out now. He thinks he's a G. I'm the real G. Better ask about me, boys. Come uh, see about <laughs> me. <laughs> Come see about Lexi. So Courtney's like, Matthew, we fucking love you, so don't fucking ruin it because I swear to God, Lexi almost got fired the last time. I'm like, that's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to provoke her so she gets fired. And uh, so they're all just like mad at Lexi, etc. And, you know, because she said the R word and she said he should have been aborted. Like, not cool, not cool. So she comes back. She walks back. And Matt's after they're all like, Matt, stop it, stop it. She comes back and goes, welcome back, the worst person in the world. Yeah. Um, also, people pointed out something we didn't point out, which is that Matt is being this way while wearing a Just Be Nice shirt. But yes. then to even it out, he has a hoodie that he pulls over, and it's a boogeyman hoodie. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's both. He came prepared for both outcomes. And Lloyd <laughs> is sitting there about to have some kind of panic attack or something. You know, he's like got the shakes because he had a traumatic yeah. And he's literally got a Linus blanket. <laughs> for comfort <laughs> over his shoulder like Linus from the Peanuts and he's really yeah. upset by all of this and so Matt welcome back to worst person in the world it's like you want to start Matt because I'm a real bitch 
And she starts saying something like, well, my bank account, my bank account. And Courtney goes, no one cares about your money. Lexi, I'm going to say this to you to your face. It's honestly disgusting when you talk to people like that. And I swear to God, everybody in this whole place is actually gobsmacked by the stuff that's coming out of your mouth. And she goes, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop you because you're always saying stuff and everyone's saying stuff that's really rude. Well, you said that he should have been aborted. And then they do this like stand fight where Courtney stands and she's like, yeah, aborted. Are you kidding me with that? And then Lexi stands and she's like, yeah, because the stuff he said is rude as fuck. And you guys are always giving him a pass when he says fucked up shit and you just let it slide. And then Courtney has sat back down, but now she stands back up and she's like, no, I said he should be fired when you were fired. No one should get special attention. And then Z stands. Yeah. It's like you can only talk if you're standing up. So he stands mm-hmm. and he's like, Lexi. See, I have to be honest, you're very rude to every single one of us. I'm going to go tell Sandy it's Mia tomorrow. Mia, Mia her tomorrow. So then Lexi says again, he's an R word. So now it's like, Lexi, you know, it like, <laughs> I'm not going to ever say I'm rooting for Lexi. But in this fight, I have, despite the vile things she said, I've actually still been on her side because I still think that Matt was the one who really instigated this whole thing. And, like, we just know that he's going to get off without really a problem, right? But it's like, Lexi, like, this is, you are falling into the trap. So she says this, which, and also, Lexi, you should be reprimanded because you shouldn't be saying this. And Katie's like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with people? And then Lloyd is like, Lexi sit back and shut up yeah which is huge for lloyd to say anything you know yeah. he's like sucking his thumb with his blankie <laughs> yeah i just love the visual of lloyd with that blanket um <laughs> and courtney's like you can't fitness so she calls her the c word and she's like oh, that's so fucking disgusting i'm sorry to say the c word and lexi goes you just said the cut fitness word <laughs> that actually says it. Matt starts laughing. <laughs> He's like, the cut fitness word. And Courtney's like, do you even want to be here? Do you even like any of us? Do you want to be here, Lexi? She's like, that's not your question to ask, Twerk. Okay? And Matt goes, she is the worst human ever. And Lexi goes, you're not my superior in any way, which is actually wrong. He is the superior. But that's actually why I think it's so bad that as a superior, he is like taunting someone who works below him, which I think is actually really fucked up. So then Lexi goes, I understand that you want to go hard. Oh, she says it's a coordinate. She goes, I understand that you want to go hard, but you can't twerk. You're whack and you're shady as fuck. Which, honestly, I was actually happy for Lexi at that moment because, like we said last week, she's had to endure watching Courtney attempt to twerk all season long and act like she's an authority on it. And then Courtney does her, you know, cat wiping its butthole on the cat scratcher pole thing twerking at her and Lexi's like you can't even do your job you were given it because you're nice at which point now the entire staff of the restaurant is standing on the door they're just so excited they're like we haven't been able to serve anyone in this restaurant for months (laughs) thank you for coming in here and giving us entertainment yeah so Lexi's like you can't mix a drink you don't know what you're doing and Malia chugs wine and Katie's screaming stop we're all going so they start packing into the vans and katie's like this is what happens stress makes me want to vomit it just makes me want to vomit i was like okay you know katie start firing yeah we'll start reporting i need more from you you need to be doing more in this situation than just yelling 
Yeah, I've I've been really disappointed with Katie in the, the the latter half of the season here. So now they're in the the vans, and so in one van is like most of the people without Lexi, and Matt's like, I refuse to work with Lexi anymore. And Courtney's like, If anyone deserves the c word, it's her, it's her. And then in the other van, Malia is with Lexi, and she's like, Lexi. I want to say to you that I don't disagree that when Matthew gets drunk, he says some very offensive things. But what happens is that you'll stoop low, and then unfortunately, you don't remember the night in the hot tub, and that's why the van likes Matthew. And if it, that didn't happen, then maybe people have had your back. And Lexi tells us she didn't have to explain that to me because I already knew that. But like, I didn't come into <laughs> yachting to hold hands and be friends with everybody. So she got a little America's Next Top Model in there, too. Yeah, oh, Lexi. She, she she really just like fulfilled her reality star destiny. She finally said the phrase. She said the phrase. She said the phrase that what's her face had to say at the end of Labyrinth to break the spell of the Goblin King. <laughs> you yeah, know? it's like you have to say that to be released from below deck. I didn't, All I really I need to to complete that is a few more at the end of the day. That's <laughs> I need that phrase in there a little bit more. So th- yeah. yeah, she's definitely reached her peak. She's dipping into the memes now. So yeah. and then in the other vans, he's like, "She's always talking about money. You're so poor." And they're all cracking <laughs> up. So then Malia's still trying to Malia explain, and she's like, "Um, I would also like say drop the whole money thing because there are people around the table who aren't as fortunate." And Lexi's like, "I understand. Here's a fucking dollar, okay, poor person. Just be quiet." <laughs> So they get back on the yacht, and uh, David is limping because he's still <laughs> he's still suffering from that terrible fall that he took. He's limping, and they're all laughing. They're going, "Oh, he's a cripple! He's a cripple!" So um, here's the thing: um, if you're gonna go really hard about Lexi saying the R word, this is sort of offensive too. This is sort of offensive language too. I'm just saying, like you know, <laughs> she sort of see it through. So then Lexi calls her friend in bed and the guys, meanwhile, are outside talking about like how Lexi just got weird vibes, bro. Yeah, I mean, bro, you didn't help, bro. I'm a leg. And so then Katie and Malia are talking and Katie is saying how Lexi's just isolated herself. And Malia's like, yes, and Matthew's not innocent, but hers, I mean, she's just happened to be, well, she's more evil and repulsive and psycho. I think that's what you're saying. And... Mm. They kind of laugh about that. And then we cut to Lexi in bed talking to her friend. She's like, you know, like, I'm kind of mad I went off on him. But, I mean, I really hope he doesn't think anyone's scared or intimidated by him. You know, this is why I don't, this is why I just want rich friends. Because, like, (laughs) there's no conniving with rich people. Every time I have a friend that's, like, not rich, they try to ruin me. I'd like to introduce Lexi to Exhibit A, Gossip Girl, Exhibit B, Dynasty, Exhibit C, every soap opera in the history of man. Yeah, okay, those rich people, people are the most conniving. <laughs> yeah. You know those, you know those like very honest rich people who never tried to hide anything and they're just upfront and honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Only a poor person would say that. <laughs> but I also like that that's where she took it. I like that she's like, yeah, they're so awful to me. This is why I want to have rich friends. <laughs> It's like, wait, wait, that's where that's where we're going with this? I'm like, well, People just want to bring her down because they're poor. So then um, Delaney 
you know, is talking about how she's done with showering. She, they're in the crew mess. And so she's like, I'll be leaving tomorrow. And so Malia says, you know what, Delaney? You have been a treat. I've been in your situation where I've had to help Interior. And I probably didn't take it as well as you did. I mean, you did great. Like, you were just calling her a fucking liar at the restaurant. Pick a lane, Malia. <laughs> I know. You did absolutely great. In failing to tie a knot. You did so wonderful. Anyway, we've elected not to keep you on board. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, so then the guys are asking, they're with Z and they're asking him about Courtney. And basically Z's talking about how he's always the friend zone guy. And then Matt's like, well, maybe when you become third and fourth student next turn, you have to put a shift in with her, you know? Maybe you can put her your penis in her vagina a little bit. You'd be nice. Be nice. Mm. Uh, so Katie comes in, and Lexi's still talking on the phone to her friend. And Lexi's saying, they don't deserve to know how I'm feeling because they can't afford to. And Katie's <laughs> like, are you all good? Um, you know, I have nothing to say about everything that just happened, you know? And Lexi's like, oh. I'm sorry. Um, do I hear change jingling in a can? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to go hang out with the rich people now. So then she she walks out the room and calls her mom and starts saying, talking about Matt, how he said a lot of like fucked up things and how like she could have made him cry. And she's like, she says, I can see it in his eyes. He's a weak person. He's poor. And the mom's like, uh, but you're a preacher's kid. You're better than this. Because mom, stop saying I'm a preacher's kid. It doesn't mean anything to me. Dad died. Um, and so, like, to me, um, I feel like it's also a pretty good reminder that this is a girl who is, like, really in the throes of, like, trauma, you know? And it's not to forgive anything that she's done because she, like we've said many times on the record, she should have been fired weeks ago. <laughs> but in this case, I, I still feel like Matt was truly the one to blame. Um, I think they're both wrong and they should both go. I think they both should have been fired, actually. I agree. Yeah. I think they both should have been fired. So then um, she's like, yeah, if I need to be fired, then we all need to be fired because everybody has said something. Everyone. Yeah, but no, not the same. <laughs> not, <laughs> not really not the same. Really. So then no. um, she's like, I am not going to apologize. And then in the morning, Delaney's packing really, really slowly. She's yeah. hoping someone's going to come in and be like, Delaney, congratulations. Lexi, shit the bed. <laughs> And you are now staying. But nobody really ever does that. Bless her heart. Yeah, she's really trying to stall. She's like, well, time for me to go. I'm just going to go real slowly down the hallway. Why so, would they fire uh, someone who says epic so much? Lloyd, would you help <laughs> me carry the suitcase? That would be epic. So uh, David is still limping around and everything. And Delaney is saying her goodbyes. And, um, you know, and she... You know, she says goodbye to Katie and hugging this person and that person. And she's like, well, you know, you find your next boat and you find your next captain. You prove yourself. And I'm definitely taking Stu off my CV. Yeah. And no one comes to save her. <laughs> she's like, okay, I'm leaving now. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. No? I'm really okay. going now. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. <laughs> I'm leaving. Anybody? It's be so fun. Bye. <laughs> She's so, like down the. She's like down the, you know, uh, walkway. What what do you call that? For you, did you walk? I was gonna say the gangplank, the passerelle. 
Yeah, it's like there's a little cat there. Bye, cat. You gonna miss me, cat? <laughs> she just nope. keeps leaving trinkets. Like, oh, sorry, I left my watch. Gotta come back on board. I hope no one got fired and needs a replacement. Okay, I'll be. I'm gonna Bye. tie this string to this whaling and you know trail it behind me in case anybody needs me. Okay. Did I leave my passport on board? Oh God, I guess I got back. Get back on that yacht. Anyone changed? Still have the same number of stews as before? No, no. So then the captain's just staring at a coffee cup, as she is wont to do. And Katie's like, well, up, Captain. Hand ring, hand ring. Whenever you're ready. Oh, you want to talk to me? What a surprise. Okay. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and have a talk. So meanwhile, Matt and Malia are talking. And he's like, that was awkward last night. What do you reckon? <laughs> and she says, are you going to talk to Sandy? Because, you know, it starts little and then it grows. And when you guys start insulting each other like that, he's like, but was I insulting her, though? I mean, I was saying she was a horrible human, but like, what are you going to get mad at me for pulling out parsley just because it's labeled? How else are you going to know what it is? And he goes, I feel bad about my behavior because it ruined everyone else's time too, but I'm not going to apologize because I meant exactly what I said. I'm like, no, you should fucking apologize. If it's the cast night out and you ruined the cast night because of your behavior, I don't care if you meant what you said. You ruined everyone's night. So yeah, you better fucking apologize. So Malia and Z are kind of gossiping about it. And she's like, well, I guess they're going to talk to Sandy this morning. Okay, so gentlemen, is everyone okay? Because as your head of department, if anyone does have a concern, come to me. I don't want everyone to feel like they can't have a complaint. Anybody, anybody need to talk about it? Because, you know, if you were hurt, you have a right to be hurt. And Lloyd's like, well, I was absolutely shattered. This time, she can't say she wasn't so drunk. She doesn't remember. Because you know what? I I I redesigned the slide because I'm an engineer and had books thrown at my head. And no one gave me any credit for that. So I'm just pretty shattered right now. I'm shattered. Captain, Captain, Katie, 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 Captain, Captain, come to the bridge. Oh, yeah, come to the bridge. So Katie goes up and... Um... She's like, so what now, Katie? <laughs> it's like, well, yesterday was a real shit show. You know, Matt and Lexi went at it at the at the Foles. Well, who started it? Which I like. It's like being a mom, you know? Yeah. All right. Who started it, kids? And Katie goes, well, I don't actually know who started it. I know Matt is not a victim in this. And they're both bad. And they fuel the fire. And Lexi takes the comments and the things that she says to a whole new level. And Adina kicked off to a new level. And she told him she would, she, 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 he should have been aborted. And then she called him the R word. And Sandy's like, oh, that's ridiculous. But So I was mad because it really made it seem like Lexi was just like coming at Matt. And yeah, I know Katie's a lot of people full are... of shit here. Katie's full of shit yeah. here. I don't know who started it, really, because it didn't just... It wasn't some passing thing that started it. It was all day with him. I mean, it was all day, and, like, I know a lot of people online were like, how could you stand up for Matt versus Lexi? Like, Lexi is awful. And I'm not taking away that Lexi is awful, but I also feel like Matt totally skated by and with, like, a slap on the wrist. And that just does not feel fair to me. And I feel like it's really important to highlight that, like... He contributed just as much to this toxic situation. And I just was like, I get mad when I feel like people who contribute to toxic situations really don't get the same scrutiny as as other people who are in this, those situations. Yeah, her retelling was a little not right. So then it yeah. comes to Matt Cleaning, and he's like, You show your true colors, and that's why I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, did they have to get clearance for that? <laughs> for that Weird Al version of, of Cindy Lauper? 
so then Lexi comes in and uh, well, well, Lexi starts to walk up the stairs to the to where they are to the bridge. So the captain's like, "This is ridiculous." And Katie says, "Well, I don't know who started it, but it was bad." Well, what did Matthew say? Did you hear what he said? And Katie's like, "Well, you know, I mean, it was just stuff like no one likes you, stuff like that." And then you know, she said things to Courtney as well because she stood up, and then Lexi called her lazy and shit at her job. And I was like, "Well, that's definitely not the case." So I just wanted you to know that it's an ongoing problem, and people are saying that they can't work with her, and so forth mm-hmm. and sandy so now sandy calls matt lexi and katie to the main cabin yeah she's, she's like you know, here's she's- what i want to do i want to get you lexi and matthew in the main salon also i want to keep clapping because we're part of a rhythm nation okay <laughs> so she goes Yesterday, you guys had an incredible day planned to do water sports and go to the falls and have a beautiful lunch and a beautiful dinner. And how does it turn into fighting? It's like you're on a reality show or something. So Lexi goes, well, I don't know if you know Matthew has been attacking me from the second charter. And yesterday I literally tried to avoid him like the plague because he'd been drinking since that morning. Oh, so you woke up and started drinking. He's like, well, everyone did. All right, then. Who started it? And she's like, Matthew, he says stuff to get under my skin. You know, like, no one likes you. Why are you here? I hate you. We should get Delaney to switch with Lexi for you. And Katie's nodding. And Lexi's like, see, you even she agrees. And she's like, yes, that did happen. She's like, yeah, you heard it. It was like all day trying to irk at me. And he says, well, I disagree. You know, she feeds off it. Since the first charter, we didn't get along. And she called me the R word and she told me I should have been aborted multiple times. And Lexi goes, no, I said your mom shouldn't have brought you into this world. No, no, Lexi, you said aborted. You said aborted. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, but since the first charter, we didn't get along. And Lexi's like, no one's innocent, but he was poking at me the whole day. Yeah. And um, Kitty says, well, I think this is why people get aggressive towards you. Because if Matthew says something to you, you take it to a whole new level. And Lexi's like, well, they're just harboring old feelings. And I was called the C word last night. So Sandy goes, okay, well, if you're feeling attacked... You go to your chief stool, and if she throws up, well, then guess what? You come straight to me, okay? Because your work ethic, for me in my eyes, you are here for the gas, okay? But I'm hearing that you're difficult to live with. You know, now, if you're if you're going to try and go to your chief stool and she vomits, try going to her again. And then if she just sits there scrunching her hair like she's in a White Rain commercial... You know, try going to her again. What, could you please stop scrunching your hair? Katie's just like <laughs> sitting there like scrunching her hair and like flipping her hair around. Like she's about to like go out on the town. Like, stop, you're going to you know be what? bald. <laughs> a good way to get through to Katie, dress up like a moth. She loves moths. Okay, do that. Well, I find it very difficult to work with her on the deck and in the galley. And Lexi's like, yeah, he said last night he's giving you an ultimatum. Either him or me. Oh, is that true? And he goes, well, I said that in the moment. So why is it okay that he can say something in the heat of the moment, but Lexi says something in the heat of the moment, and that's, like, totally terrible. I mean, admittedly, no. she says terrible things I mean, in the heat of the moment. because she says worse things. <laughs> no, it's not so much that I'm not letting her off the hook. I'm just saying that he needs to be also held to the same standard. So Sandy is like, I don't ever want to be given an ultimatum, okay? Now, an ultimate Tom? 
I would love that because you know sometimes are all times are pretty special. But if someone yeah. came out with the ultimate tums, I would never have another dairy stomach ache. So an ultimate tum, bring it. An ultimatum, never. How dare you? You know, I once went to a restaurant and they said you can have either a Branzino or a hug, but you can't have both. You got to choose right now. And I said, guess what? I'm choosing to leave this restaurant because I don't want an ultimatum. I walked right out of that restaurant hugging a Branzino. Because <laughs> you can do both. You can do both. Okay. And you know what? If you ever give me an ultimatum, you can pack your fucking shit and walk off this boat because I will never be given that ultimatum. Okay. So here's my ultimatum you either stop giving ultimatums or you leave the boat. <laughs> so you're dismissed. So he leaves. And then she calls up Courtney and Malia and she gets rid of Lexi too. And she's like, So, Courtney. Did you call Lexi a Courtney? A what? <laughs> well, she said the C word, so I'm just assuming Courtney. No, no, I called her a cut fitness. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> well, it came out on accident. I did say I'm sorry the minute that it came out. Yeah, but then you said, if anybody deserves to be called that, it's you. I mean, hmm. So Malia says, well, you know what? They were both wrong. And Sandy goes, you know what I find interesting? Starfish. Who would have thought God would create a creature that looks like a star? Wow. But you know what else is interesting? Everyone starts with Lexi. It's like I understand she's got a problem, but no one starts with Matthew. And Molly's like, well, it's because they both stooped low, but the problem is is that she's already done this before. Uh, Yeah, and he also already had a fit and left the boat twice, actually. And she's like, she pushed C, and she threatened to slap Matthew, and she's super, super nasty. And then other people butt in, and then she yells at them. But Matthew did instigate last night. She's like, got it. Go, go. Get off. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Lexi, Lexi, to the bridge deck aft. Oh, Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. Gosh. Let me just say this. You're no starfish. Lexi, I've got a quick question, okay? I'm not going to say your job hangs on this, but if you ever had to cook a Vegas meal, would it be fried food? Uh, sure. Okay, yep. Well, that settles it. Listen, you've been a ter- terrific human being, even though I only see you about once per day by the Keurig. And I don't want to go out. I-, I don't go out and drink with you. And I don't have these experiences, threatening people, saying things, you know, all that stuff. But uh, and she goes, and Lexi goes, well, I told him I'd smack him, but I didn't really mean that. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But considering how it's permeating through the entire boat and how people can't get around it, the many outweigh the one. And I have to make a hard decision, and it's not easy for me. I have to let you go. Oh, gosh. Now, to me, you're like a day with no hugs. You know, you're no longer part of my life. Get out. <laughs> And Lexi's like, well, I mean, I guess it would be weird staying because they have a gel and I don't fit the gel. She's like, well, Mm. when you get in people's face and you threaten them in the workplace, it's never going to work out for you. Okay, that's something I would take a hard look at. Another thing I would take a hard look at, the Keurig machine, because I keep putting in a Cafe Bustello, but I keep getting a cinnamon flavor. And it's really confusing. (laughs) Could you take a look at that before you leave? I was going to ask Delaney. But uh, I forgot to, and she probably really would have liked that opportunity to come back on the boat one last time. God, she's a slow walker offer, huh? Real slow. (laughs) How is Delaney just now passing my window? 
Look at that. <laughs> She's still on the passer rail. Look at her. Look at her on the passer rail. She will. She. She. Will, her little pinky toe is still touching it. So Lexi's like, um, I know, but Matthew, she goes, I know, I know, don't worry. Matthew is just going to continue failing upward, thinking of making him captain. <laughs> now that's a C word I can get behind. So Lexi is like, <laughs> basically, um, yeah, so she's like, uh, you know, you know, if, if I have a crew member that's poking the bear and when they're off the boat, they need to figure it out. And if I have one person that's bothering crew, I have to get rid of them. So hugs. I just fired you. Hugs, hugs, more hugs. Yeah, this is bullshit. I think she should have gotten. I mean, it's not bullshit. She got rid of Lexi. I'm glad Lexi's gone. Long overdue. Yeah. She should have also gotten rid of Matt. She's got that Rocco guy, Luca. Or yeah, whatever. that was. That's my. That was exactly my feeling. Like, get get rid of both of them. You have a chef that's there. Matt has been, no one's complained about his food, but like also, but people have complained about him from an HR standpoint. So bye. Yeah. So, and also don't you wish Crystal was here to complain about his food? Because that would have tarnished his record at least once where somebody was like, well, I've had enough fish fingers. Okay. I've had (laughs) enough chicken fingers or whatever she was saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like the idea of fish fingers. I um, yeah no, Crystal actually was complaining. There were issues. It's not like I mean he's been largely pretty good, but I don't. I think that Matt actually um, he has caused too many issues, too many HR issues with Captain Sandy. I think they both should have been fired. I think I think Lexi has been horrific all season long. She was she should have been fired a while ago. Um, and I think that Matt, um, has been terrible. I just don't, I, I just bothered me that I felt like Matt got a pass and, um, and, and he should have been gone too. It's not about, it's not about saying keeping Lexi, like Lexi's innocent. It's more about saying like there should have been justice for humanity. Yeah. (laughs) So the captain's like, Malia, could you get Lexi's luggage? So I just let her go. She was very graceful. Katie. Go talk to her. Kitty's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Now, considering Delaney's still here, she's an option. And Katie goes, I'll think about it. No. Stop letting Katie think about it. This is going to yes. turn into an absolute shit show, okay? No, I, you don't get I to can't. fucking think about it. You finally got Lexi gone, and here's your next stew. The end. Yeah, because the reason why you got rid of Delaney was because you didn't want to move everyone's rooms around, okay? So now, guess what? Now you have... Now you can have Delaney and not move people's rooms around. And uh, even Malia's like, can't you, like, it's a little bit later, but she's like, can't you just throw her in laundry? Isn't that going to be a help? How could that not help? Just have someone doing the laundry. That is like, I, I don't understand. Oh, God, I get so mad. Why does Katie hate Delaney so much? It's weird. This whole thing is weird. And even leaving it up to Katie is stupid. Katie was barfing. She was so terrified the first night because things were so out of control. And that's when she had three people. Like, how yeah. is Katie going to do this with two people? She's proven that she can't. So, what the hell? Yeah, so Katie goes in to try to say something to um, to Lexi. And Lexi's like, well, it is what it is. Anyways, and goes into the bathroom and closes the door on Katie's face. So Katie's like, okay, I tried. So then um, um, Lloyd says, oh, I don't know what my note says. It says Lloyd Edmonds, is like, oh, who has sense. demons from yesterday? Oh, and <laughs> I'm like, Edmonds. Like, Megan's like, Edmonds. So he's like, I have demons. I mean, the roses. And he goes, was that planned? <laughs> and Z so tells us he's not regretful. He's just disappointed he was so wasted. And he's going to respect her space or whatever. So yeah. then um, Lexi sees Lexi and Quarter talking. Basically, Katie's like, 
telling Courtney, you know, now Captain is asking about having to lay me back, wring my hands, wring my, oh, let me scrunch my hair, let me scrunch it, I'm so nervous about the answer. <laughs> I got vomit in my scrunchie. So then Malia is Malia checks in on Lexi and she's like, um, I think you're in the wrong and you're the only one leaving. And I, I think you're both in the wrong, but you're the only one leaving. And that probably seems unfair. I'm like, great pep talk, Malia. <laughs> great. And Lexi's, no, Lexi's like, like, like um, you. if you don't mind, I'd like to be alone. She goes, okay, well, when you're ready, we can say bye. She's like, ah, definitely. And closes the door in her face. <laughs> so then um, Malia's passing the boys' room and it's a mess. And she's like, um, that crew needs to clean their cabin i mean so then sandy pages matthew and she's like so i let lexi go but your behavior is also not you know not good or whatever obviously you had a thing that you couldn't reset with her and i need you to own it and know that you're replaced i'm not gonna replace you but you are replaceable and there's someone sitting in quarantine to take your job. So don't ever do an ultimatum because that disturbed me, especially with our Iraqi star. You are a head chef. You need to rise above it. Am I going to fire you because you were despicable and gross and have been really a pain in my ass all season long? No, but just know all your things in a box to the left, to the left. You're, ir- you're not irreplaceable. No more ultimatums. Now an ultimatator. I love a tater. Okay, if you can make me the ultimate tater, that'll be great. But no more ultimatums, mister. You got it. Listen, if you could somehow take all the pictures of Channing Tatum and put them together and make an ultimatum, <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> so then cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Um, Z finds out that Lexi's fired. and He's relieved. And then uh, he asks the obvious question, is Delaney coming back? And Katie's like, I don't know yet. Hair scrunch, hair scrunch, hand drink, hand drink. Buff to my mouth a little bit. <laughs> and then they're all sitting in the crew mess. And then Lexi comes out with her bag and just wheels by them and just totally ignores them. No one talks to her. She doesn't talk to them. And she's like, um, why would I say bye to the crew that was being fake and evil? Like, why would I be nice when you're, like, not nice to me at all? Like, they don't exist in the room. Like, they're not acknowledged. <laughs> Yeah. Poor. So then um, David sings, there's only two stews left on the boat. And Katie's like, that might change. I just don't know. <laughs> so Lexi says that she hates that things, she hates the things that she said. But what I really hate is that I got to this level. He wanted that. And now I'm wallowing in the mud with you. So you won. Which is true. And then it's Matt true. just goes, bye forever. <laughs> so now Sandy talks to the crew. And she's like, Obviously, Lexi's been let go. It's like, like what I say to everyone at the end of a hug. Obviously, you've been let go. And I'm hoping we can bring back a third stew because that's the very logical thing to do because there's beds for three stews and you take three three stews and that's the way below deck is, three stews, because otherwise you're going to have too much work and not everything can get done. So obviously, Katie surely will have three stews like Delaney. Look, Delaney hasn't even left. She's right over there in the corner. Hey, Delaney, you're back. You're back. You're still here. No, actually, I'm just um, I'm just walking away. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Okay, just well, listen. Forgot my forgot my scoff. That's all. You don't need to hire me back. I know that's not what you're going to do. Bye. All right, everybody. Now, listen, you stupids. No name calling, dum-dums. Okay, that's for children. We're adults and no threatening. My ultimate goal is ultimatatum. Okay, so let's provide for the client. This is a big challenge, okay? Now, we don't have to think about this anymore. It's done. Clean slate. I think you're amazing, 
okay? If this were Yelp, I would give you some stars, maybe take a picture of you, and check in at you, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm leaving now. That was a lot of monologuing for the day. So then out on the deck, Dave gets a text message from Delaney, and he's all excited. He's like, hey, check out this text message I just got from Delaney. It was epic to meet you, and I wish you the best rest of your season. Wow, she must really like me. Wow. Really had a chance to stick my weenie in that one. And then he just starts hearing ding, ding, because everybody's getting the exact same copy and paste text. <laughs> She's basically just like that text message you get at like a casino when it's time to check out. Hey, hope you enjoyed your time at the Hard Rock Casino. Check out at 11. Please press stop to unsubscribe. <laughs> to unsubscribe from Delaney's patter. Please press stop. <laughs> Wow, is that still Delaney down there by the payphone? Okay, then. Bye, Delaney. <laughs> Bye. It was epic. <laughs> so now they're cleaning and cleaning, and um, Dave can move back into his old bed with Matthew. And, hey, Matthew, Katie, and Malia, preference sheet meeting. Delaney, why are you here? You're not here for the preference. Even if you were on board, you're not supposed to be here for the preference sheet meeting. And so now it's preference sheet meeting time. Charter six, Anthony Evans and Curtis Lohr, who's a gospel singer, these two met at church. Hopefully they're not gluten-free because Jesus literally passed around bread. And I would hate to think of Curtis getting skipped over that one. Okay. They want, they're looking for adventure, but they want to have time and to stop and smell the roses. Uh, so don't really know what any of that means. And guess what? The primary doesn't drink, which means you got to fix up that slide. No holes in the slide this time, Malia. Yeah, they have to do a picnic. And Matt's like, well, Holly has a cumin allergy. And Rain doesn't like dairy. Hmm. And Katie goes, I'm, I'm getting very nice vibes from them. <laughs> I'm getting very low allergy. fart and no stinky cumin <laughs> breath vibes from them. <laughs> They won't be wasted and there'll be no cumin smells. So then um, now it's nighttime and Lloyd's talking about talking to Dave about the day off. And they're, they're just like talking about the hotel meal. And um, Lloyd, it's a, he's just saying how he told Lexi to shut up. He's like very happy he told Lexi to shut up. And then we see uh, Z, he's talking on his phone, on the phone with his brother. And then Katie's talking with Malia about like, guess what? I'm just not sure if I'm going to bring back Delaney. Shall I bring back Delaney? I don't know. God, she's probably boarding a plane by now. Jesus. Kate and Malia's <laughs> like, but how are you going to do this with two people? She goes, well, it'll be crazy, but I don't know that Delaney really helped. <laughs> and she's like, just stick around laundry. She's like, well, that can, it seems like it can help, but it can also just make more work. And Malia's like, um... So this bitch is thinking I'm going to come help her, right? Or that I'm going to send yeah. my debt crew to help her with dishes and all this other crap. No, ma'am. I mean, Delaney did do the laundry and clean things and serve guests, etc. But I'm not really sure that she can help. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what Katie's deal is. She obviously doesn't like Delaney and she's making such a stupid mistake here. She's going to look like a total idiot in about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fine, don't bring on Delaney, but I don't want to hear any complaints on the next three episodes about how overworked you are. Yes, you're already starting to freak out and shake about it. Courtney does not know what she's doing, okay? Like any other yeah. season, Courtney would have. Courtney knows what she's doing with the laundry, and I guess the cleaning no one's complained about. But as far as service, she's still. 
she does not know what she's doing. She's in training. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't know why this makes me so mad. I also, just can't imagine throwing out help. I can't imagine on this show, especially like what happens if Courtney sprains her ankle? What happens if Courtney gets sick? What happens if that, now you're down to one person and you got no one to help you out? Like just, it, I, it is, it is actually like very, very frustrating to me because she complained all season long about how she wished that she had, everything was going wrong with the interior because of Lexi, right? So now you don't have Lexi and now you have someone who can throw laundry into the machine and iron and do sort of the busy work that, so that way you can deal with the guests and you're not going to take her. I, yeah, I'm she mad. goes, well, I already don't take breaks. Yeah, you don't take breaks because shit's not getting done, lady. <laughs> and that was with four of you. So she's like, well, you know, I'd rather not have the emotional stress of Delaney. Like, okay, why is this all about emotions? That's also making me crazy. Like, put that aside. So she's, you know, whatever. So it's the morning now, and David's looking at his hideous bruise and putting on cream. And Katie <laughs> goes to Courtney. And and- <laughs> the bruise looks like the surface of a planet. <laughs> like it does not look, this is not good. It looks like it's literally like some moon that is like orbiting Jupiter. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the way your skin should look right now. Um, So Katie goes to Courtney and she's like, I've made up my mind. I think it's just best to be me and you. And Courtney's all excited. And we finally find out why she's like, oh, does this make me second? Like, oh my God, you dope. So they're confident that they've got this, right? So mm-hmm. Katie ta- goes with Sand- goes to the main salon to talk to Captain. And she's like, oh, I got to tell you, Katie. You know, I wasn't sleeping well thinking about the next two charters. No pressure. I just don't want the client to feel the impact of you stress barfing over the scrunching your hair until you're bald. Okay. <laughs> so Katie's like, well, I want to trust my gut. And my gut never lets me down, unless I'm stressed, in which case I throw up. So I guess sometimes my gut works against me. Yeah. She's like, it's the best decision for the client, because we'll feel lighter and happier. Who cares about your fucking feelings? Get your feelings out of this. You're at work. Do your feelings sort the laundry? I don't think so. Exactly. (laughs) So she's like, well, you made a decision, and I trust ya. And then she tells us, I need to allow Katie to have this journey and I need to support her. Fuck this. You've got people paying $100,000 who are about to get the shit service of their Thank life. You. you people are crazy. <laughs> That's the best angle of all. So now the provisions are coming in and there's some jokes about flowers and, and Courtney put the flowers from Z in a vase and all this stuff. And, and then, then we, get, we get a scene of Katie carrying provisions and there's something on the floor and she's chips. literally kicking it down the hall. I'm like, well, if that doesn't sum up Katie's season. <laughs> I know. Too bad there wasn't another set of hands to pick up those chips to help out with the provisions. <laughs> so, Sandy, then David is, like, limping along, and Sandy sees him, and she, like, sort of looks from afar, and then sort of, like, shakes her head and walks away and goes, not cool, not cool. So, uh, then we see, then out on the deck, Malia and David are talking, she's with the deckies, and they're talking about, like, assignments, boat assignments, and and he wants to do something. And she's like, are you sure that you can do that? You know, with your injury, are you sure? He's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to trust you because I trust that you're fine. Yada, yada, yada. And then Matt and Katie are talking. And Katie's like, I'm feeling tension again. I was like, you see? 
You're already freaking out. <laughs> Nothing Literally. has even started yet, and you're freaking out. And he goes, but it's a different kind of tension now, right? And David's limping, and now he's wearing a helmet, like a bicycle <laughs> helmet. So they're just it's, trying to make David look as, yeah. as pathetic as possible, right? Well, he, he's about to go over the side of the boat and like, know, scrub something, you know? Still, but he's like, like, he's like in he's a harness and a helmet, helmet <laughs> and he's like limping around. <laughs> and he's like going down a staircase. So he just looks like he is like not meant to be on this boat at this moment like he needs to be in like a bed so um sandy's like hey david tell me why you're limping show me show me on the anchor where the where the bruise touched you and so then david's like i fell and and show me so uh so he like rolls up his shorts and we see this enormous bruise and all this stuff and she's like how did you do that's a major injury how did you do that how did you do that? Because well, I fell off the side of the tub the other night. And why wasn't that reported to me? And then Malia's standing there and she goes, You <laughs> <laughs> You I'm really disappointed in. One thousand percent it's a fucking incident and you will not be getting into a harness on the side of the boat. Now go make an incident report, Malia. I am really disappointed in you, Malia. This is not something you keep from the captain at all. Emily was like, understood. It was, it was what? It was what? He fell and he injured himself and I had no idea. Why didn't you report he was injured? Well, because there was no volume involved. No, not a good enough excuse. Because <laughs> he wasn't trying to steal um, the bedroom that I wanted to have sex with my boyfriend in. That's not an excuse either. You know what? You can minimize this all you want, Malia. She's like, well, I asked him if he wanted a doctor, and he said no. I'm disgusted. I don't want him in a harness. You better find something else. Mary Time Law is about to be here, and you're going to get it. Go pick the belt you want Mary Time Law to spank you with. Do it. So Sandy is, she's she's fuming. She goes, learning about David's injury really pisses me off. Not reporting this is a safety issue. The crew member becomes a liability for the vessel and the owner, okay? And the fact that Malia knew about this injury is not okay with me. She broke my trust. And then it's drama music and Katie and Courtney are like, how are you? Exhausted? How are you? Exhausted. It's like, well, you you two are going to be great. So then Malia goes to the captain and she's like, um, while I'm making an uh, a report for David, can I see the other one? She goes, it's in the logs, but you should have come to me, Malia, when he got hurt. She goes, I understand that, but I did my part where I asked him, are you all right? And I even did it in that accent. I said, do you need to see a doctor? Is it serious? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a chief officer. I don't give a fuck. You should have come to me that he was hurt. How am I going to get in Ulta Channing Tatum now? How am I going to do that? And she's like, well, I didn't know it was that bad. It's pretty bad, Malia. And I don't want to take the risk. You call me when someone's hurt. And, you know, I get it. Like, it's just a bruise. But the guy's literally limping around. <laughs> yeah. He can't walk. He That's... It's like... That's not just a bruise. That's like a full-on whatever it is. It's Yeah, he's limping. He's limping. That's going to be a problem if you're dealing with things like anchors and who knows what else. And then we get um, scenes from the next couple of episodes, and it's an absolute shit show. Yeah. The, the guests are terrible. They're, like, riding jet skis <laughs> into, like, the river into town, and we know they're just going to be a handful, and everyone's terrible. 
Yeah. So I guess we'll find out next week how this all works out for them. In the meantime, thank you so much for being with us, everybody. Um, go check out the Take a Seat show over on Spotify Green Room, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern every Monday. And for bonus episodes and crappens on demand videos, go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens. Um, and until next time. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get Racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet couture. We love you guys.